Hi, this is Rosie, and welcome back to another episode of What Does Your Family Look Like? In this episode, Marcy tells us how she endured a long, drawn-out court process to finally be able to become the adoptive parent. She never lost her cool. Her faith gave her the strength she needed, keeping her in good stead. Here she explains the entire laborious process. Typically, when the decision is made to, hey, this is not going to, this child is not going to be reunified. We've tried everything we can with the biological parents and we're just not getting anywhere. If the biological parents, though, are still involved, they try to, they make a decision that we want to move towards adoption and they try to mediate, right? And so the mediation, what that looks like is the foster parent or parents, the biological parents or parent, you know, Mm -hmm. whoever is still there will try to come together. And at this time, the biological parents have already been informed that the state has made a decision to move forward with adoption. So they are aware of that. Okay. The mediations, the intention is to get the parties together and to try to mediate an adoption clause and okay. an adoption um, um, put together, a, a, make an agreement that yes, I understand you're going to adopt, but I want some piece of control, right? So that's where that's where they go first. Okay. The decision has been made, but let's try to mediate. And mediation for me was attempted two times. Um, and both times the adoptive parents just could not come to didn't want the biological to, parents. I'm sorry, I apologize. That's the bio- okay. Yes, the biological parents did not want to mediate. They did not want to agree to allow me to adopt with these stipulations. So mediation, the intent is to say, yes, we're going to move forward with adoption because you're not, we just don't feel you're ever going to get your child back for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. But we want to give you the opportunity to say, yes, I'm signing this adoption clause, but I, but I, I want to say I'm only signing it if I can get visitations every other week. I'm only signing it. If you can give me every year, I want Christmas. Whatever it looks like, it is an opportunity for you and I to come okay. together okay. and me agree to that. Or I say, no, I'm not agreeing to that. But I will give you Easter and Valentine's Day, whatever okay. that looks like, okay. because whatever we agree to. It, it will be intact until that child is 18, an adult, okay. 18. Mm-hmm. And if either of us, if we agree to it, but either of us, for whatever reason, don't hold up our end. Them, me primarily. So if I don't hold up my end as the adoptive parent, they can kind of take me to court if they want and say, hey, I was supposed to get visits once a month and she's not holding up her. Right. right. That gives them a little bit of control Uh because the only alternative to that to that, if they don't willingly sign over their rights is to go to TPR and TPR stands for termination of parental rights, which absolutely has to happen for someone to adopt. A biological parent cannot keep his or her rights and also allow for an adoption. Okay. One of us legally has to have the rights. Okay. And I can't have them unless yours are terminated. Okay. So if we do not come to a mediation and put an adoption agreement into effect, the state makes the decision to go to TPR. 
the state will never make a decision to go to TPR unless they know they can win. Okay. So it, it, they will draw it out if there's any, if they have any feeling that, and obviously they don't ever know that a thousand percent that they will win, but they have a pretty good chance in their mind, we can win this case. It's been six years. I know we can win this case. If they feel for any reason that the biological parents and their lawyers have an opportunity to win, they'll keep going. They won't take it to TPR. Okay. So in my case, we tried the mediation three times, not two or two, two or three times. And none of the times the, the parents wanted to mediate. I came prepared with what I in my mind would agree to and what I would not agree to. But I was willing to be flexible. Mm-hmm. But they absolutely, especially my daughter's dad, he was like, no, I'm going to. He literally said, I'll take my chances in court. Wow. And so we went to TPR. <sighs> yeah. And that only happens a very small percentage of the time. Oy. Yeah. Typically, typically mediation works or even typically prior to that. You know, once they move the plan to adoption, if the biological parents are still around, they just kind of give up and say, "Okay, you know, it very rarely, um, to my knowledge and for what I've been told, TPR is the very last resort. Because, again, it literally is a trial. So it's a trial. It is not, you you know, three days. It was a three day trial. Absolutely. With testimony from a lot of people. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Oh, how It, it was. Yes. And so tense and anxiety producing. Very much so. Very much, very much. I've never been to trial for anything. But this was literally a trial. And in my mind, it was a trial at that point when it finally. So we our TPR was um, scheduled and rescheduled five times. Mm. And this is during COVID. So the third, let me see, the second and third time, second, third and fourth time was because of COVID. Um, but again, it just, everything that happened, it was, it was just so not the norm, right? My, my case was just not the norm for so many reasons. Just when you don't want to be exceptional. I was, (laughs) I I mean, I tell you, um, and so it finally, after, um, six, six years, seven years went to TPR. Finally, we finally had the real, because we had actually started the TPR, the very first, um, date that was set. We all showed up at court for day one mm-hmm. and it was decided when it's when the trial started um, that we could not continue for whatever reasons we couldn't continue. And it was rescheduled, mm-hmm. but then it was rescheduled five other times. Mm-hmm. So the very last time um, when we actually did the trial and it worked and, um, you know, it, it was three days. It was a three day trial. And um, I did testify, which is also um, not normal. Mm-hmm. Foster parents are not asked to testify. Mm-hmm. Um, they are asked to be present, mm-hmm. but not to testify. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was, I was asked to testify. Okay. Um, I could, I kept very detailed logs mm-hmm. over the years of conversations and visits. Mm-hmm. Every single visit she had, a, when it moved to unsupervised, I started a log, mm-hmm. and um, that log lasted or went on for about two years, two or and a half, three years that I was able to present. And so they just felt like I had so much information to, um, that was useful. And they asked me to testify and I testified. Um, but I, you talk about, I mean, it's like no other, it's like no different than any other trial that would, you know, invoke anxiety and, and, 
you know, uncertainty, you know, in my heart again, because of my faith, I just, I felt like, you know, God has not brought us this far and he will not leave me here. And I knew, I felt like I knew what the outcome would be, Mm -hmm. but you don't know. That's why you're at trial. It can go either way. And so, um, yeah, we went to TPR and, and, um, and so the judge lost their, he did. Yeah. Yeah. The judge, um, decided to terminate parental rights based on everything that was presented. Um, the judge was very fair. Um, he was so fair. So the judge actually gave her dad and I the opportunity on day two, um, to have a separate conversation. He said, I'm going to give you the, looking over everything. It looks like you guys have a good rapport. And we did. Um, there were times he actually said, I want you to be her mom. I mm-hmm. just don't want to give up my rights. So he had acknowledged that he wanted Riley to stay with me, mm-hmm. but he just did not want to give up his parental rights. And I had tried to explain to him so many times, you have to give them up in order for me to have them. Right. Right. Um, but this isn't co-parenting. No, this isn't <laughs> co-parenting. I said, in his mind, it was, why can't it be like you are her mom? And I'm, you know, right. and I said, because I'm not, I'm not her biological mom. So it's right. not the same as if you were working with her biological right. mom. Um, but nonetheless, we did not, even with that opportunity, he just would not move. He would not budge. He said, nope, we're going to go through this entire trial. I said, okay, here we go. Oh, gosh. And so um, it ended with a termination of parental rights, um, but that was not the end of it. His lawyer actually did um, then um, appeal that, which took another four to five months oh my goodness. for another set of courts to review it. Um, but the judge was so thorough in how he presented his um, verdict uh-huh. and the detail that he put into it that when it got to the next court they literally were like you know appeal denied okay and i remember getting the call that it was finally finished after seven years my goodness yes appeal denied music to marcy's ears happier words were never spoken as the song says fairy tales do come true that is exactly how marcy and riley felt Please like and subscribe. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at WDYFLL, the podcast. Go forth, choose love, and choose listening to next week's podcast.